0: IVM You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios The budget speech can be a little long and a little boring. We understand. But what stayed with us for sure are the memes and the tweets that followed, especially the crypto tax part. I'm sure you'll agree with me. If you remember, the Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman announced during her budget speech that a 30% tax would be charged on income from the transfer of virtual digital assets in the country. A further 1% tax deductible at the source, aka TDS, was also announced. So, the new development is that the 30% part of this tax has come into force from 1st April 2022 and the 1% TDS will come into force from 1st July 2022. This move to tax digital assets in the country came prior to the government actually declaring its stance on whether it considers crypto assets as legal or not. So despite an announcement on taxing the digital assets, a clarity on the government's legislative stance with this matter is still due. According to Bloomberg's report, India will frame legislation on cryptocurrencies only after a global consensus emerges on regulating such assets. Also, as reported by Economic Times, the Indian market for crypto grew 641% from July 2020 through June 2021. So this basically highlights the immense potential that the market holds for the country. What remains to be seen is the impact of this strategy of postponing legislation on digital assets until a global agreement is reached. Will this move result in an increase or decrease in the number of individuals venturing into the waters of digital assets? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy and anything that leaves you with a food for thought. I am Farheen Khan and here is the deep dive for April 4th, 2022. In other news, Bloomberg's report suggests that the World Health Organization has decided to discontinue the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine, Covaxin, manufactured by India's Bharat Biotech, through any of the UN agencies. This announcement came after WHO reviewed Covaxin maker Bharat Biotech's facilities and found flaws in manufacturing methods. This news simply implies that WHO has given Bharat Biotech time to improve its facilities and rectify shortcomings discovered during their inspection. And as per Mint, the vaccine maker had just announced a day earlier that it would slow down its manufacturing of Covaxin because demand was dropping in the country. Here's why the World Health Organization wants the vaccine manufacturer to improve its facilities. Because of the increased demand, Bharat Biotech had to repurpose its lab only to produce large quantities of Covaxin. And these setups weren't exactly designed to produce Covaxin in such vast quantities to begin with. That's why WHO said, although there's no issues with the vaccine and its efficacy, the labs must be upgraded as soon as possible. WHO isn't the only one that has issues with Bharat Biotech. Last year, Anvisa, the Brazilian Drug Authority, released a report highlighting dozens of quality issues at Bharat Biotech's Covaxin production facility, some of which included inadequate steps to verify that the SARS-CoV-2 virus was totally destroyed and that the vaccination was free of microbial contamination. The paper also discussed potential differences in co-vaccine efficacy from one dose to another. There was also considerable criticism in India. According to an article in the Economic Times, victims of the Bhopal gas accident claimed that they were unaware of what they were getting into. Most of them, who stated to be uneducated and from low-income backgrounds, said they enrolled for the trials thinking that they are getting vaccinated for COVID-19. They were also allegedly enticed with 750 rupees in cash from the clinical facility for participation. In the meantime, the WHO and the Indian government are at odds. The deal here is that WHO wants to provide COVID-19 excess mortality statistics. But according to a DVEX analysis, WHO claims India's death toll was misrepresented. It was at least four times higher than what the official data showed. And WHO is currently being pushed back by the center. It appears that it wants the data to be made public only 10 years later. And while we're on the subject, recently China discovered another Omicron variant. Yep, exactly. Just when you thought the pandemic was over, a new virus or subtype pops up. And that's not all. The WHO has detected a new COVID strain in the United Kingdom. The new variant, known as XE, might be extremely contagious compared to any other COVID-19 variant. This pandemic appears to have no end in sight. While the fourth wave, which is predicted to peak in August, is looming directly above India, Maharashtra just lifted all COVID-19 restrictions. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.